MP, it's here this weekend. That's right, Fredo. The Wellness Base Camp lands two hours south of Sydney in Kiama this Saturday, June the 2nd. Oh, naturopath, gut health and female health extraordinaire Helen Patteron will be joining us. Fuad Kassab from Quirky Cookings coming down. Fellow podcaster, Dr. Maria Zussman, will be talking all about stress. And you and I, Bretto, will be there talking about love and relationships, work-life balance, and how to truly master your wellness. Zazen Alkaline Water presents the Wellness Base Camp. One full day of inspiration and education on this Saturday, June 2, from 10 until 5. There's over 1,000 bucks in door prizes, a raft of world-class local exhibitors, and a room full of people just like you. So bring a buddy and get two tickets for the price of one. All details and tickets available at thewellnessbasecamp.com. That's thewellnessbasecamp.com. It's time to be the queen of your stress. With the queen of stress, Dr. M. Hey there, BQS listeners, and welcome to our 34th episode. I'm Dr. M, and this podcast is designed to help inspire change in how you see, manage, and use your stress, so you can be the queen of your stress, not your stress being the queen over you. In today's episode, it is a goodie. Well, I think so. Anyway, it follows on from our comfort zone Uh, episode that we had last week. Uh, I think it's so important that we understand how we actually um, make change and how we shift to new levels and whether you like the term taking it to the next level, whether you like the term up-leveling, whether you like the term improving, whatever the term that sits right for you is when we're trying to make improvements and daily consistent improvements in our life is that our comfort zone is something that either helps will shift momentum forward or pulls us back into old voices and headspace. And I wanted to touch on that a little bit more today because I think it is it is so relevant in today's fast-paced social media society where really we spend so much time in the compare game that it's very easy to fall uh, back into old habits and effectively continue to compound on old neural pathways that are not serving us. Ooh, it's a biggie today uh, and in a relatively short period of time because what I wanted to talk about today is how we create new habits and whether they are good versus evil because our brains and our body are, are amazing and our brains in particular are just fascinating. We still don't know. There's so much mystery around how the human brain works still and people have been studying it for, for literally hundreds of years and trying to figure it out if not thousands, trying to figure it out. But certainly with modern technologies is trying to figure it out even faster. But it's so interesting in people often think about creating habits. They're only ever creating good habits. Does that make sense? Like if you talk about people, they're like, I want to create good habits. And often people either forget about, they choose to forget about, they they let it sink into the shadows when they're actually creating habits that aren't good for them or, as I've put it in the title today, good versus evil habits. Because if we are constantly re-compounding um, is the word that I'm looking for, habits that are not serving us, they effectively continue to wire neural pathways and make them so strong that it becomes more and more difficult for them to be replaced. 
So I wanted to, as I said, I wanted to dive into that a little bit more today and ask you guys some questions. And, and I suppose it's a bit of an episode of reflection. Uh, part of the inspiration of this is, is certainly my own reflection over the last week because I had a, had a moment during the week where I found myself uh, having a good chat to my old voice that was in my head. Now, some of you listening are going, um, have you lost the plot, Dr. M? But if you've listened to previous episodes, you know, hopefully that I haven't. But when we're, when we're faced with a, a situation where it brings up old, old feelings, old emotions, it's amazing how quickly it can also bring up old conversations in your head. And I'm sure some of you will be uh, understanding what I'm saying by that. Uh, some of you might be going, I still think you're in that case, but that's okay. Um, and during the week, it was quite interesting. I'm in the midst of a, a doing an eight-week challenge at the moment, uh, which I decided to do very last minute, and I just wanted to give it a go and see how I went. Really, for me, it was more around not so much uh, weight loss anymore. Those of you who have listened to my journey know that sort of that, that part's well and truly completed. Now it's more about maintenance of that for me. But I really wanted to get stronger and fitter. It's something that uh, I'd set myself a goal. I'd set myself some goals at the start of the year of things I'd like to be able to achieve at the gym. And I really needed to be able to, um, for example, being able to do a chin up, being able to do a push up on my toes, things like that. Simple things that I should be able to do. But over the years, because I haven't used certain aspects of, I suppose, my body and from a muscular point of view is that it's going to take a little bit of time and because I'm a bit older, it takes a little bit of time to, to gain that strength to be able to do that as well as managing some, some injuries. So during the week, I actually had a scan done that just threw up some interesting things for me. I knew the scan was actually not accurate. That's the irony of all of this because I was on a different machine. I had a feeling that it wouldn't be the same anyway. I did it regardless and was like, well, I'll see if it comes out good. I'll take it. If it comes out bad, I won't take it. And the irony was, was the scan was so off that I just knew it was actually very inaccurate because I, I had all the measures that I was looking at as well. And I even had a chuckle with my partner about it and said, look how, how, un, um, how inaccurate these particular scans are. And in the forefront of my mind, I knew how ridiculous these particular things were. But in the, in the background of my mind, it was like this little voice came out of the vault and started creating so much doubt in my mind about the things that I had achieved and even the fitness level that I've achieved and things like that. And it really, as I said, it's inspired this week's podcast around what habits are you creating? Because thankfully, my more serving thought processes could come to the front fairly quickly. I could get rid of that, that old voice of the one of self-doubt, of, um, of putting me down, of doubting myself, all of those things that used to be forefront of my mind quite regularly, particularly when I was very stressed and when the queen, the stress, my stress, put my teeth back in, was absolutely the queen over me versus the other way around. So it's very, very interesting when we are creating new habits is what also habits of thinking we are creating uh, that then proceed to serve us as we are taking steps in the right direction of our, our life goals, not to make it too out there and big, but as we're actually achieving our life goals. So couple of points to, to habits. Number one is habits are something where you are creating neuro or I should say neural pathways within your brain. And the more that we can be congruent 
with the goals and habits that we're setting. The more that our synapses, which is part of our how our neural structures talk to each other, the more they fire together, the more that we thrive in terms of our in terms of the habits that we're creating and the stronger they become. So some of you would have heard it takes 21 days to create a habit. Uh, some of you would have heard it takes a lot longer than that. 21 days is the minimum of consistent of consistent habit forming where it starts to lay down those neural pathways. And to set it further in stone, then once you've made the 21, I'd certainly suggest you aim for 66 days. And then really when we're talking about neural synapses reforming and and pruning, it can take up to 24 months for that to prune. So, for example, if you've had a massive body transformation, it takes 24 months. Thank you, Dr. Damon Christoph, for this information. Uh, is it takes 24 months for our body to actually uh, have the neural structure around it to understand and recognize your new shape. It's pretty amazing, right? I found that fascinating when I heard that for the first time. I'd always thought it was about 12 months. And then when we were discussing it further, it made so much sense. And personally, for an individual who has yo-yoed up and down weight-wise since I was 14, is it made perfect sense. And it really set my pathway in stone moving forward in terms of wanting to make sure that for the next two years, it took 18 months to get weight off and now for the next two years it's actually keeping it off. Now that for some of you who want to make change doesn't have to be around your your body, it might be around other areas, might be thinking far out, that's a long time. But in the grand scheme of things it's really not and I think that's important to hang on to as you're making change. But that's why I created the 1721 method which is make the first, it goes one day, seven days, 21 days. If you, the first step in making any change, whether that is good or bad, folks, is what you do on day one. And if you've created good habits day one, then focus on, well, let's do it for the next seven days. And once you've done it for the next seven days, well, hey, you've you've had massive wins. Celebrate those wins, not by breaking the habit, but by keep going for another 21 days. And then once you get to 21 days, then you can actually do it all over again. Go one, seven, 21. You do that three, four times, you will have a beautifully set neural pathway of a new habit. Now, my suggestion to you would be BQS listeners is be sure that it's a good habit that is serving you because there are certainly some old habits that may not be. And your action step this week, BQS listeners, is Reflect on those comfort zones that we were talking about last week. We sort of asked you to to reflect on whether your comfort zones were serving you or not. I'm going to ask you to do that again because remember, this is all about creating habits. And sometimes we have a fleeting thought and then we go, yeah, I'll get back to that. And then you never get back to it. So my, my suggestion to you this week is come back to it. Come back and just revisit those comfort zones. Think about what are your daily habits and routines and are they serving you for good or are they evil? Are they actually detrimental to you? Are they actually moving you further away from your life goals rather than closer to them? And that's your action step for this week, BQS listeners, is reflect on what habits you have currently. Are they serving you? If they are, fabulous. If they are not, what might need to change? And then start that 1721. Start by the first day work through the seven days and then get to the 21 days and then hit repeat after you've reflected 
hit repeat. If you've reflected that it's worked really well for you, hit repeat. If it hasn't, then maybe shift five to 10 degrees and go again. All right, BQS listeners, we're going to finish off with our top five today. Music this week is The Middle by Zed. Love it. Oh, my Lord. It's a, it gets on high rotation. Um, apparently, our 12-year-old has told, us, told me it's been around for ages. I've just discovered it. Um, but, uh, yeah, really enjoying it. Still reading some of the stories out of Opening the Door of Your Heart by Ajahn Brahm. Some awesome um, philosophies coming through story, which I love, and it's one of the ways that I really enjoy learning is not necessarily through research papers but is through stories and, and uh, yeah, I find that really interesting. De-stress this week. I had a really quiet day on Wednesday. I actually think I'm fighting something off this week. I was a bit tired, so I just had a bit of a, a day of doing not too much and just refreshing and renewing and, and being gentle with myself and listening to my body that it uh, that it needed a little bit of a rest. Quote for this week, I'm actually revisiting the quote that we used last week because I just think given the conversation that we're in the process of having around comfort zones and habits, it's just so appropriate. And it's in any given moment we have two options, step forward into growth or back into safety. And that's by Abraham Maslow. And thought for today is pay attention to that voice in your head. Is it serving you or is it pulling you back? Because it's amazing, and you all know what I'm talking about when we have those internal conversations. Sometimes we speak really beautifully to ourselves. It's pretty rare uh, that most people actually have got into a, a bad habit or an evil habit of speaking to themselves very poorly. So if that's the first place that you start is how you're speaking to yourself and shifting that habit, then that is a wonderful place to start. So BQS listeners, that's it for today. I look forward to catching you next week. Bye for now. Well, that's it for today's podcast, BQS listeners. Thanks again for joining us. Remember, if you would like to subscribe, make sure you hit subscribe on iTunes. And if you want to stay in touch, check out our Facebook page, The Queen of Stress, or on our Insta, The Queen of Stress. For more information and show notes, be sure to go to thequeenofstress.com to continue our journey together. Hope you have a fabulous week and I'll catch you next time. This year, the Wellness Summit returns. For those of you on your own health journey, you know that a lot of times it's two steps forward, one step back, and you think you're doing well, and then something else pops up. It's like um, always, you're always learning. It's just a, it's not something that just happens overnight and suddenly you're well. If I actually had been so wrong about this really important thing in my life, what else was I wrong about? And it got me down this, uh, this place of questioning all the concepts that I had. And then I came to one question, which was, who am I beyond concept? When I was a little kid, I really always had trouble with food intolerances. I realized that there was a lot to be said for the way you eat. You come to the same place that I came to, and it's a place of complete freedom. Joe Witten and Fuad Kassab feature at the 2018 Wellness Summit. Bigger and better than ever. Tickets on sale Friday, May 4 at thewellnesssummit.com. This has been a production of thewellnesscouch.com. Check us out on Facebook and join in the conversation on facebook.com forward slash thewellnesscouch. Subscribe to each show on iTunes and check us out on Twitter. The Wellness Couch, streaming wellness into your lives. Whilst The Wellness Couch presenter endeavor to provide accurate and helpful information to their listeners, these podcasts cannot take into account individual circumstances and are not intended to be a substitute for health and medical advice from a qualified health professional. You should always seek the advice of a qualified health professional before acting on any of the information provided by any of The Wellness Couch podcasts.